0: Hello, everyone. All right. Here we are. Okay. All right. So look, I know we were a little bit behind with Secret Invasion, so we're going to do our spoiler review, spoiler, of episode three and four. Okay. Thank you very much for joining us. This is Kerwin and Keith of Father, Son, Galaxy. Hello. If you're new to the channel, thank you so much. We ask you to subscribe if you're not a subscriber. All right uh and then uh if you you've been here before thank you for joining us once again all right okay got it all right we're ready to go yeah (laughs) okay all right so we're going to start with episode three called "Betray." all right now this is a very interesting episode because
1: i feel betrayed
0: Yeah, well, we, (laughs) you know, you know, Keith and I uh, have different opinions on these next two episodes. Okay, Uh, so by the way, you know, obviously, episode four dropped today, so hopefully, you've seen it. If not, you can always come back and watch our video. But let's talk about episode three first, which was last week. Uh, So, as far as betrayal, we did see a betrayal, and I was suspecting before I saw episode four that there would be more than one betrayal, but we'll see. All right, so let's talk about the one that happened. Last week, this is with Gaia and Graphic. All right, so Gaia has been very quiet throughout this episode. All right, until the very end, where we realize that she is working for her dad. She's giving him information in regards to uh, many things, in particular, uh, this uh, leader of the, the the Navy, the British commander, has um, yes, who is a scroll. By the way, the scrolls are everywhere nowadays. All right, so they're a part of NATO. They're the prime minister of the UK. Uh, we have them as a FX news correspondent, a pundit. All right. And then we also have this, this commander, this British commander of a naval vessel who, this is Gravic's idea, was to take out uh, a U.S. airplane. All right. With a, you know, submarine missile. Okay. Of course they do. Yeah. All right. So turns out that uh, Gravick, uh has this plan in place. Uh, fury and 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 Talos are on the trail to find this commander, they find the commander. they try to talk this commander out of firing this missile.
1: He doesn't want to. Yeah,
0: things happen where uh, Talos had to take out this commander, boom, boom boom. and um, the problem is they still need a code to abort the mission, okay? They don't know the code, so what do they do? They go and speak with. Uh Gaira. Gaia. Gaia. She uh, they go to talk to Gaia.
1: She gets the code and the code word is Zachary. Yeah, which happens to be the speed. dude's son's name, which yeah. is sad. Um, but I'm pretty sure first of all, that man was a scroll, and I'm pretty sure the kid was human and didn't even know it. And didn't even know that his dad was a scroll, so they were really doing him a favor.
0: Well, I mean, we don't know what the son knows, but
1: Well, they could both be scrolls.
0: Yeah. Well, I find it was very it, it it didn't take a very long time for them to find out the code word. I thought that was kind of okay. Well, on the first try, they find out that the code word is uh, the commander's son's name. Yeah, okay, but if they, well, we can we
1: can the let them get, pat, them get by if them. They did not figure it out. I'm well, pretty sure that the people on the other end would have known that somebody was trying to intercept it, and they would have blew their one shot.
0: Yep, but it's I, like
1: if you throw a rock at someone they're and you miss. They're gonna know where the next rock is coming from, so you can't throw two rocks at the same person expect them not to move.
0: Well, I'm referring to the code name. I mean, they, this commander could have given, the, uh, could have had many code names for this mission, and Gaia was able to figure out the code
1: because she had access to the just... database.
0: Okay, all right, that's fine. All right, we're gonna let that go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So anyway, so so Gaia. Is now on the run because you know she has really She knows her back. much
1: now, you know. After yeah. she helped, um, after she helped Talos and Fury that last time, she really blew her cover, so she had to get out. Um, Grabic stopped her and shot her.
0: Yes, but- right. Yeah, but is she dead? Somehow. Yeah, we'll find out She's
1: not dead
0: Right, right, we'll find out in episode 4 Okay, so that's Gaia and uh, Gravik Okay, so now I want to know, there's a question I have Is Beta Beto a spy for Fury? We don't know that But I'm kind of curious He just seems a little bit nervous I know he's new, thanks Keith <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know he's new. Um, but I'm just wondering, okay, well, you know he seems kind of nervous. So I wonder if he's trying to be a double agent, like he's trying to pretend that he's working with Rick Gravik. But he's not he's working for fury i don't know we didn't see him in episode four so uh, to be continued okay um the talk with fury and talos that was pretty good uh, i thought that was a very good scene where they're talking they're having an intense conversation um this is at the restaurant uh talos is at the restaurant he's having lunch fury comes in and he's asking talos i keep saying talos Talos for help And Talos said, you know what? I've done a lot for you to move your career up the ranks at S.H.I.E.L.D. And, you know, he's not getting enough respect from Fury. So he wants Fury to say to him, you know, uh, help me. (laughs) Help me, Talos, because I'm useless without you. He wanted those words to come from Fury's lips. So that's what Fury does. Fury says, yes, help me, Talos, because I'm useless without you. All right. And they both leave. And that's when they go off and look for the commander. Um, and we find out about their loyalty, you know, for Talos, especially his loyalty to to, to Fury. You know, they've had this 30 year relationship. Um, and it is true that Talos did have a lot to do with Fury moving up the ranks because a lot of the missions that Fury was involved in, he had Talos and his people, the scrolls, actually work as spies for the government and the government probably more than likely had no idea that this was happening, but didn't matter. Fury was able to, uh, you know, his missions, you know, he was able to successfully, successfully complete his missions. That's all that mattered. And like I said, he was rewarded for it, right? But with the help of the scrolls. All right. So as far as loyalty, this is something that Taylor said at the, at the very end, that he knows where his loyalty lies. This is not with Gravik. It is with Fury. And uh, he he told Fury, point blank, that I am not with Gravit because I'm with you, all right? And I thought that was very heart heart rendering. I, I you know he was not lying to Fury; I, he was absolutely telling the truth. So and
1: then they ruined it.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll get to episode four. All right. Okay. So now let's talk about. All right. Let's before we move on to Fury and Vara, we're gonna talk. We're going to talk Q and A. Okay, so let's say hello to Alex. Thank you, Alex. He could have been Fury spied. Beto could be, or just have nerves. I'm not sure, but I think he's more of a new guy who's nervous. Okay, I don't know. He just seems, you know, we saw him in the first episode, I believe, and we saw him again in episode three. So apparently, he's an important character. He's not to I me mean, a side character I, we we I know isn't. N- so. You because don't you don't think important
1: what. character. He would have he would have popped up a lot more, in my opinion. Okay, he's only been in two episodes, and it was briefly. Like we've seen a lot of scrolls who've been in two episodes briefly, and they don't have big roles. Like Beto has a few speaking lines, but nothing vital. So I feel like if he turns out to be a spy, it'd be like
0: that'd be too much of a shock. Yeah. Okay.
1: There would have been no grounds building up to it.
0: I see. So you're on the line with Alex, then maybe he's just a nervous person yeah, because he's brand he's new, new to the rebellion. And, you know, he, he wants to be a part of the rebellion, but he just doesn't know what to do. Okay. All right. I'm 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 good with that. All right. Okay.
1: So let's talk about Fury and Vara.
0: Yes. Very interesting.
1: So they are uh, apparently married for, like, 30 years.
0: Well, sort of. You know, we don't know exactly how long, but for a long time. But
1: they met in the they met in the nineties. Mm-hmm. It's twenty twenty six now, right. so they first met. And Vara actually has a human name, Priscilla. And the way she got that was she was great friends with this with this um, woman named Priscilla Davis, and you know she wasn't doing well. She had a, a congenital heart defect.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So Vara took her place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, and then we we get to know more about who this person was that uh, Vara assumed, you know, uh, took over her and the next her episode. her face and her her you know demeanor and everything else about this this woman. Um,
1: yeah. So, so Fury kept disappearing, and she she kind of got over him. But now that she's seen him again, it's like wow. And when Fury returned for the blip, he left her once again to go to Sabre.
0: That's right, yeah, exactly so
1: Priscilla's, Priscilla's done with it now So she went to this um She went to this lockbox place And she bought um I don't, I don't want to say it on the show But she bought something special And she gets this Random phone call From somebody Who we don't know yet And they said, you know Meet me at the church in one hour
0: Okay. Well, I can, I can say, I mean, it's a firearm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she gets a key to a lockbox. She goes to the lockbox. She opens it up and she finds that there is a handgun in there.
1: Thank you, dad. Um, I,
0: I think it's okay. We can say that. Um, so, and then she gets a phone call, like you said, in a voice, you know, I didn't pick up the voice the first time, but I, when I watched it again, it sounded like roadie. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this person says, meet me at the church. That's how episode three ends, okay? So that's where we are with episode three. Let's move on to episode four. Um, If you have any Q&A, we'll bring that up shortly. So let's get into...
1: So one critique that I have in this show so far is that I feel like it's on a death arc and killing a bunch of vital characters too soon, and that it means nothing. Like, Maria Hill, they killed her off, and then it was valid for about one episode and then by episode two nobody cared like the entire un press briefing was not about what happened to maria hill it was about what fury was doing in moscow rather than the death of one of their greatest agents like that that felt that felt half-witted and then gaia almost died and then she came back literally at the beginning of the next episode and the reason why is that we saw in flashbacks that she took extremists, which none of us knew. It wasn't even that much of a shot because we're halfway through the show. Like, nobody expected her to die. We knew she had to come back somehow. And graphic had already mentioned the whole Super Scrolls thing. And now Talos is dead. We know he wasn't a Super Scroll because he didn't have the time to take the Super Scrolls So, okay. like, they're killing everybody. They're just sort of a killing spree. All
0: right. Well, you jump right to the end, but okay, that's fine. I I Guys, yeah, yeah,
1: this is a spoiler review. It
0: is a spoiler review. Okay. All right. Uh, we're trying. I'm
1: to, not. I'm not pleased.
0: Yes, we could tell. We were just trying to put it together in some kind of order. But anyway, so let's go to Q and A. So Alex says, "I wonder if the lot box scene was highly inspired by Born Identity. Could be. In that movie, Jason Bourne got a gun and a safety deposit box is whistling. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this before." Um, this lockbox. box, this person grabs a key, they go to the lock box and they open it up and there's always something in there that usually it's, you know, it's a weapon or something else, something of value. So, yeah, but the, you know, the, the, the question is what was she going to do with this weapon? All right, we need it, to find out.
1: See, so Alex agreed that Maria Hill's death impact did not last long enough. I blame the lack of the episodes that are allowed for the show. They only allow six episodes for most shows. It's not enough. Yeah, yeah, because I thought that that was supposed to be a blow, like a gut wrenching blow that would last with us for the rest of the show. In
0: front of Maria. Yeah. Okay.
1: Fury didn't even well, seem to care. Okay. Like in the literal next episode, he was talking. He was talking to Taylors about yeah. how he took long car rides down south to, like, from Alabama to Alabama with with, with cornbread and pound cake in a shoebox. Like, yeah, dude.
0: Well, I have something to say about that. Why Maria Hill's death is not? It, why does it doesn't feel like an impact or something that people are stopping to grieve about? I think it has to do with the character. You know this character. I don't know how many films and TV episodes this character has been in Maria Hill, but we just knew nothing about her. Not much about her. To me, she's just something like she. She was just a um, a side character, you know. For for Fury, Fury was the one that was well, the, arguably the standout.
1: Coulson is the same. Then, Phil Colson, Remember him?
0: I do remember him, but I. You know, I don't know. I yeah. You know, I know we're talking about Maria Hill. Uh, she to me seemed like a side character or a sidekick to Fury. And I don't know why she was treated that way, the character, but that's how it played out. So when it actually happened that, you know, Maria lost her life, we said, Oh, okay, well, sorry to see that, but we know much we know nothing about her. And I think they were trying to fix that in the next episode when uh, her mother was talking to fury and said, "Well, I need some answers as to why my daughter died." I, I think that scene didn't that really didn't help it much. Help
1: me at all? Right,
0: right. It didn't like, help us it to know didn't anything. Feel
1: bad. Yes, but I didn't feel like, "Oh my God, this opens my eyes." I, I just felt like, yeah, like it was a dialogue that was put in there. I, yeah. I didn't. It didn't really change. Herself, no, it,
0: it did nothing. Which for... was that
1: she didn't need to die.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially I
1: because see. it should have some sort of impact, which it didn't.
0: It, you're right. It did not. Okay. Let's go to Q and A.
1: Right. All right. So,
0: Alex, excellent. Go ahead, you got it.
1: Um, yeah, excellent analogy, Keith. Colson is like hill in that in the films, they weren't fleshed out much. I hope that there will be a bigger impact from Talos' death.
0: Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I think it is because we're impacted, mm-hmm. but we're impacted in different ways. But let's get to it, let's save it till well, we get well, to the end. One thing. Yes.
1: We literally have nobody left except Fury and Gaia, who seems completely uninterested in working with Fury. Like, uh, yeah, what are we supposed to do? And I guess, I guess, um, Vara she could help, but how? I mean, she's kind of on the run now, yes. And Rodi's a scroll, and he doesn't seem that helpful. By the way, scroll reveal, Rodi's with a scroller's intent. That's a spoiler review. We we knew that, yeah, we thought
0: so because you know, when he, you know, that scene where Rodi fired, uh, uh. Rody fired fury. He
1: was too cold. Yeah,
0: that, that just didn't seem that seemed out of a character for for Rody. Mm-hmm. So now we know
1: Rody's not like that.
0: Yeah. No, he's not. Okay. So let's get back to talking about Var and Fury. Okay. So we learn a little bit more about their relationship. Um, you know, I like the, the 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 dialogue between the two at the table. They're talking about poetry. Um, so you I wanted to talk
1: about um, Yes. I, Sorry, Raymond Carver's yes. poems. The poem was called Late Fragment.
0: Right. So I have it up in front of me right here, and it goes, and it's supposed to be two people talking to each other. And you did get what you wanted from this life, even so. And then the person says, I did. And then the other person, and what did you want? And then Vara responds, to call myself beloved, to feel myself beloved on the earth. That's the poem. That's a short poem. That was uh, nice. Yeah, it is very nice.
1: Vara asked Fury, you know, would you have loved me if I'd never changed crickets? Crickets? Crickets?
0: Yeah. And I, Fury
1: walked out the door.
0: Yeah. I yeah. Cold
1: that, man. Well
0: now let's go back. I think we skipped the part where, you know, we you know, Vara yeah, meets so Roadie in church. And Rody I said that. Okay.
1: I think I said that. Well so either way, Vara okay. met Rody at church and Rody said, You gotta get rid of Fury. Yeah, and
0: that's what the gun is for
1: she doesn't want to do it so when they're at the home they call a draw see both of them fire but they intentionally miss
0: very cool yeah yeah it was unexpected we didn't know how that was going to turn out Yeah, because they
1: panned up like you know that classic shot when somebody fires something yeah. and then it pans up to the trees and all the birds fly out
0: that's true right like yeah so you up. heard the shot and then it 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 the camera switched to another room in the house. And then it came back, and we saw Vara first, and we said, really, Vara outdrew Fury? And then we saw Fury, like, well, what's going on? Turns out they both missed. Yeah, I thought that was remember, well
1: done. You saw the bullet hole yeah, the on, on, like, on the side, and Fury was like,
0: I don't sides. know
1: if this means we need to get a divorce or renew our vows. Yeah, right. He was, he was.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: One, one Another thing about Fury, yes. I feel like he changed a lot. And everybody mentions this. Like, I kid you not, every character in the show has had at least one piece of dialogue. Or every main character in the show has had at least one piece of dialogue where they say, Fury, you've changed. Nobody's telling us what this change is. They're just they're telling not showing like, oh, you went up in space, you know, and you changed this then. Oh, you got blicked. You've been changed. You've changed this then. Oh, since 1995, you've changed like uh, what happened? Why was he up on Saber? What happened during the blip that Fury missed? Why was he skipping beats? What happened back then that he's not doing now? Like, nobody's really giving us information. We're just left to fill in the plot holes about Fury with the rest of our minds. And Fury doesn't look like he's had his best days either. Like Samuel L. Jackson looks like he's in the prime of his life, but Fury in the show, you know, he's got a gray beard. He's got he's got the uh, the eye and the scars on his eye. He's not even wearing the eye patch anymore. He's always wearing a beanie and and some sort of jacket, as compared to you know the classic the black eye patch, the trench coat, the shaved goatee, the in command look that Fury always presented. And now he just—he doesn't look like Fury anymore. Yeah, I he doesn't think... feel like Nick Fury. In okay. My opinion.
0: Yeah, I have an opinion. Let's go to Q and A. Alex, one thing I do appreciate about this show is how pacing is consistent so far. For other six-episode shows, episodes three or four are rushed. I worry that episode six will be rushed. Um, I don't know yes. yet. I, I, I like the pacing as well. Uh, Alex says, I hope they reveal Fury's change impact of the blip in ep- episodes five or six. I think we'll get it soon. Well, okay. what I want to say about that, yes, Fury disappointed a lot of people, right? And he did it, and he did it twice, right? So when the blip, that's something you couldn't control. He, right? he so couldn't the control the right, blip. Exactly. Like nobody
1: was really mad at right. him for the blip. Right. People were questioning his disappearance, but once they figured it out, they were like, you know, you can control it. Then it'll snap away half the population. It's not your fault. But then when he went up on Sabre, yeah. which was never explained why he was there, he, yes. he just looked like he was taking a vacation and All of a sudden, we find out major implications. He was up there for, like, two years. Um, I think Secret of Age is, like, November 2026. So, how is it that this is somehow, like, the one time that Fury leaves, everything falls into chaos? Like, I'm out of it for a little while, and everyone's suddenly having delusions of grandeur.
0: Understood, yeah. Well, okay. So remember Fury is working for the government, right? And he can't always tell people, even the ones he's he loves. He's working
1: for the government anymore.
0: Well, okay. Well, he's doing something for the government. That's the reason it's why really he was up on Saber. No, no, I'm talking about when he left to go to Saber, right? And the, you know, took the spaceship. Yeah. Some type of government uh assignment that he's on. My point is when you're working for the government, there are things that you cannot tell the people, especially the ones you love.
1: You do know that Maria Hill also works for the government. And well, that I don't parent, understand. She didn't know either. Know. Yeah, which And Talos is-, is also a part of the government because people know that he's- Talos
0: a- is not a part of government. But he works- I mean, he works for he works- Fury.
1: But he's not officially a part of the U.S. government. Okay, you know what? He's close to the government Uh because he's close to somebody who works with the government. So I feel like he would know as well, but it just feels like nobody has any answers.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe it it's Fury's fault. I don't know. I think he has a reason why he couldn't tell anybody where he went or what he's doing. Maybe we will find out. Even the closest
1: people who share the same Even the ones, it
0: doesn't matter. You know, like sometimes you don't know who to trust. Right. And, you know, there are some things you can tell some people, some things you cannot. So I don't blame 100 percent at all on Fury. Um, I think he has a reason why he's he's keeping what he's doing a secret. But it does come back to, to bite him. I understand that. Uh, so Varro was upset, you know, of course, especially his wife, you know, where she misses him for five years. He comes back and he's gone again for another two years. You know, I, I can understand that. I mean, that's very frustrating. All right. Um so now I wanna jump to the end scene. Okay. So um we've already uh let's go back in case we missed it. We already talked about uh Gaia uh taking the uh the extremist the power. She has the extremist power so she she did not die at the end of episode
1: yeah, she's three.
0: Alive. So she is alive, she's and she's got the extremist just just like Gravik, okay, so she can heal, you know, with heat. Wonderful, okay. Um, So now, uh, there was a scene, uh, a conversation with Gaia and her father Talos. She's very upset with him because Talos has not found them a home. Um, Once
1: again, how is this his fault? Right, He has other things to do. Like, I get that it's been 30 years, which doesn't make sense to me, because a lot of things should have happened in 30 years, but, like, it's not his fault. This is the same person who just watched his friend's ally die and then almost thought his daughter was dead and then she suddenly survived. He's been trying to fight one of his own people for the past for the past month nearly. I don't know. I don't know how long they've been on the hook for Gravic. Yeah. But like he's he's been he's been busy.
0: He's trying, yes, exactly, he's trying. He had
1: to stand for Fury, yeah, because Fury was doing whatever he was doing in space.
0: And now many years later, Gravik has taken over, you know? So he's lost power to Gravik. That's fine, and the Scrolls decided that. That was the Council who made that decision to put Gravik in charge and not Kalos, right? Can I say one more thing about Vara? Um, uh, There's something interesting about that poem, and I was wondering... You know, when she read the poem about talking about being beloved and being beloved on this earth, I wonder if there are scrolls out there who are content with remaining on earth and creating a life for themselves on this planet. Maybe they're not really interested in, in going to another planet because they're happy where they are. I, I think Vara may be one of those scrolls who says, you know, look at this life that I've created for myself. And, you know, I got married to this person. And, um, I think she's doing fine, you know, yeah. being on Earth, you know. So she might be the ones who wants just wants to be loved and accepted for who she is on this planet, right? She doesn't need to go to another planet. So I'm just wondering, it's just curious that maybe there are other scrolls who maybe feel the same way that, you know, they don't want another planet. They they love this planet that they're on right now. Just want to bring that up. Okay. So let's go to, are you, you, you done? Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the final scene. All right. Let's stop it for Q first. All right. So Alex says, I like the double, sorry, I like the debate between Gaia and Talos. Both of them make great points that also serve as metaphors for responses to oppression in real life. Very good point. Excellent yes. point. And then agree. He has reasons. And I think he's doing this for the greater good. Absolutely. Whether it is the right decision is to be determined. Yes. Like we said, uh, we hope we find out maybe in 506 why, you know, what he's keeping a secret. But, you know, when you're in the government, that's, it is what it is, you know?
1: All right. Let's talk about Talos. So,
0: so you want, we're talking about the ending, right? Yeah. So after
1: we met with Gaia, you know, Fury and Talos tried to save the president during a Skrull bombing. Yes. So Gravik and his men and women are trying to frame the Russians for attacking the U.S. So, basically, they speak Russian, apparently, and they're coming down to this chopper. Some of their choppers are being shot down. And ironically, the one that Gravik was in gets shot down immediately after he jumps out of it. it's like, you know, save the main character, because he has plot armor. You know, we need him.
0: But can we step back, though? Okay, so let's say, all right, so we know the U.S. president is in london england um he gets off air force one and he gets into the caravan you know how you've seen that many times on tv and you know they're driving along and then you get this helicopter who is following the 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 trail and then all break loose you know Yep. okay yeah and then So the
1: president's car is flipped, but he is still alive, and Talos is trying to break the glass. He gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah,
0: the car is turned over, yeah.
1: But he's still alive, so he manages to break the glass, and Fury helps the president get out. And one of the soldiers says, you know, get the president in my car, I can drive it. Fury's like, nope, I got my own ride. So he brings the president over, and then one of them... It's the same guy, actually. He grabs, or a different guy, I don't know. He grabs Talos and is helping him over. he's like, "Put him down," because it's Grabic, and he knows that. And he shoots Grabic twice.
0: And, right, which did not do man anything.
1: Is still yeah. alive.
0: Extremes, right? Extremists. Yeah,
1: extremists. Yeah. He's a
0: super scroll. What and do you he want?
1: Stabs Talos.
0: Yes, he does. Yes, yes. Dude.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, that was unexpected. Yes, but.
1: Well, what are you supposed to do? Incinerate them? How are I supposed to get rid of these super scrolls?
0: I don't know. I what, think that's...
1: What's the point of that?
0: I think that's the reason why this this series is so high stakes that we don't know. It seems like we're losing the good people and, yep. and, and the villains are winning.
1: And needlessly so. See, in Infinity War, it actually makes sense to the plot why these characters died, because they died for purposes, like how Gamora got sacrificed for the soul stone as his vision had the mind stone, you know, Thanos needed to get that. See, that made sense. And then, you know, all the sacrifices in Endgame, they were to get stones and to snap. Yeah. And then Cap went back in time to be with Peggy because he didn't have anything else to do. He'd completed his work because he stopped Thanos. Well, like those made sense. And now I'm just like, people are just dying and it's stupid because they, they don't have to.
0: Well, this is where we disagree because um, I believe Talos had to die because it serves the story's purpose. What? It, it, it does. I, what it does, it puts Nick Fury. Um, way, way at a disadvantage uh, versus uh, Gravik.
1: He's already at a disadvantage. He already got killed-killed by Gravik. Uh, Gravik's killing everyone. He's the one person who's killing literally all the main characters.
0: Yeah, but I think what that just means is that Nick has a hole that he's dug for himself, and he's going to need a lot more to get him back up to the top. And so he's just going to have to come back from where he is and somehow figure out how to defeat graphic. So what they're doing, you know, this is just a classic story. You know, you just have to give your 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 protagonist these obstacles that they have to yeah, face. Yeah, that
1: doesn't mean that everyone the protagonist knows dies. No, okay. That's, that's not well, how stories work. Because if everybody except the main protagonist dies, it's not going to be an interesting story. Like in the Avengers, um, like Coulson died. That was a motivation to get the team going because of Loki. Like, you know, we got to get at this. You know, when Quicksilver died, he saved Hawkeye even though he didn't have to die. He could have just grabbed Hawkeye and that little girl and sped off because that would have made more sense. What? But I, I, I get it.
0: Well, don't you think that this, uh, you know, Talos perishing may force Fury to do something?
1: Do what?
0: Yeah, but we don't know. I think that's what we have to do find out in the last two what? episodes. Something else that he's going to have to do to defeat Gravik. I, I think it's not going to his his death is not going to be in vain, right? Talos. I think what the writers have done is led us to this point. If you go back and think about how much we time we spent on their relationship, Talos and Fury.
1: Yeah, because it was literally just established in this show. In well, Captain Marvel, we got a yeah, little- Yeah, but you
0: got to remember, no, though, they, they've established this relationship for over 30 years.
1: But I'm saying we're establishing it as the viewers, the connection between Fury and Talos. Understood, yeah. They've had the connection for 30 years. Yes. We're getting to see it on screen just now. Sure. And four episodes later, he's dead. Okay. Like, every time we get to know a character, they're dead the next episode. Like, Maria Hill, we got to know snippets about her yeah. in episode one, and she's dead. We got to know a little bit about Gaia, and then we learned some more in flashbacks after she apparently took the serum and came back to life. Yeah. And now we've learned a lot about Talos and all he's no, lost, cool. and now he's dead. So okay. two out of the three members of Gaia's family are now dead.
0: Okay, I understand.
1: Now I, th- I have nothing to watch the show for.
0: No, I think you do, because we're still rooting for Nick Fury, all right? He's going to have to figure out how he's going to get himself out of this hole that he's in.
1: How's he supposed to do that?
0: Well, we don't know. <laughs> that's why we have to watch episodes five and six. I think that's why five and six are so much more important now than, than anything else, because, okay, Fury doesn't have his right-hand man.
1: I'm not interested in five and six. Fury's okay, well, I'll watch right it. Hand- Fury's lost his right hand person three times but now.
0: I, all right, okay, but you know you're my right hand man, so we gotta we gotta watch these last two episodes together. You know, <laughs> I know you, you know, you don't agree with what's happening, but don't you want to know how this is going to turn out? No. Oh wow, interesting. Okay, I'm
1: uninvested now.
0: <laughs> I, I understood. Hey, you—that's your opinion, but I want to—I want to finish this out. I want to see this through. They killed
1: I, I, everyone, and they made I Fury unrecognizable.
0: Well. I think in the last two episodes, Fury is going to come back with a vengeance. All right. <laughs> Remember, I think he, he mentioned that, right? When, uh, you know, when he got fired and Var asked, well, what are you going to do with your time? He says, well, I, I don't play golf, but I think I'll take up revenge. Remember he said that? Yeah. Yeah, so he's going to get his revenge. All right. Q I and Q&A. Alex, you yeah. want to read this one? No. Okay. Take <laughs> those. Oh, Keith. Talos is more of a moderating influence. So I concur with Kerwin that it may uh, make Fury take extreme measures or make it harder to win, win over Scrolls over in the long term. Yeah, oh, or make it harder to win Scrolls over in the long term. Possibly, yes. So agree uh, you know, that losing Talos makes it harder to defeat Gravit. Yes, it does. And losing a leader who could rally some Scrolls to Fury's side as Talos. Uh, Taylor some support. You, that's a very good point, Alex. Because now that once the scrolls find out that Talos is gone, what is this going to do with the people who are following Gravik? You know, I, at some maybe they will follow him to a point, and they and then they will say, "Wait a minute, you took out Talos? Why? That wasn't necessary." And maybe this might actually uh, backfire on on Gravik. How about that? That's a possibility. Once is these, it- yeah, once these scrolls find out that Taylor is gone. They may turn on Gravic. That's definitely a possibility.
1: I hope he dies.
0: Gravic and painfully so. Oh boy. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. All right. So that ends episode four. All right. I'll be back next week to review episode five. <laughs> well, yeah, I think uh, uh, Keith will reconsider. So, um, yeah, I understand this was a this was a heated debate. I understand that and we're not gonna always agree. Your point is point, your point is taken. Um, but I do believe that there's a reason why Taylor is not here. Fury's gonna figure it out. Okay. And uh, again, and by the way, we didn't talk about what well, we did, but when all this is happening, this shootout happening at the end with the president and everything, what was Rody doing? He was just sitting in the backseat of the car watching it all happen. He did nothing. He absolutely did nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So uh well yeah he could
1: have I, at least acted like he was running for cover. like like Rudy sat there like with his hands folded
0: yeah yeah well you he know
1: could, like at least if you wanted to make it convincing do that like duck down yeah. into the seats
0: now this is going to be interesting for him roly really, because once you know the president is alive um in intensive care i guess but once the president comes to he's going to want to question his people around him and by the way this we know that as the president of the United States, you have a security detail, right? you got the Secret Service. Yeah. What exactly happened to the Secret Service? Because apparently sure a lot of their
1: cars got they got them.
0: all wiped out right. very quickly. And Fury was all, the only person who could save the president, which is very interesting. Very interesting. Exactly. Yeah.
1: A man who was fired. Yeah. A while ago that's true is the only person who
0: could save who the, president. Saved
1: the president and that one army man
0: exactly I'm right I'm
1: pretty sure that was graphic actually
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so think about that. So Oh my god that changes a lot of things because that means it was either it was either the president or it was talos
0: uh, say this again. What do? You, what's your point?
1: Because if Gravic brought the president in through his car, that would have meant that you know he he'd, he'd be dead. Gravik would have killed the president.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why Nick had to grab the president. And but my point is, okay, well, see, that's the job of the Secret Service. So why didn't Secret Service see, step it was in? Gravick. I'm sorry. It was him. Okay. Yes. All right. We got that. So I'm wondering why Secret Service, I, I guess it must have been wiped out very quickly. And which was very interesting to me because Secret to to take out Secret Service and get that close to the president that quickly... That's unheard of, and that I, means you
1: have incompetent Secret Service.
0: Well, yeah. See,
1: if this happened in real life, uh, yeah. there is no we way we can't have this happen in Secret real life. Service no. would be would be wiped out that quick.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This, like, this
1: the Secret Service in real life are too good this for that.
0: Should never happen in real life. Okay. If they
1: are, we really yeah. need to look at our. Well,
0: we'd be in system. trouble. Yeah, we'd be in a lot
1: of trouble. We're uh, we're kind of we're yeah. kind of done. Okay. We're kind of baked potatoes now. So.
0: Okay. All right. So. There's there's a lot of problems people are going to have for the next two episodes. So, Bara, we you know didn't uh, complete her assignment. She's supposed to take out Fury, and he's still alive, so she's on the run. I think Rhodey's going to catch some heat because you know he was you know hope so. with the president, and yet the president was nearly taken out, so he's in trouble. Um, you know, I, I think it's really up to Gaia. You know, she's still available. I don't know what's going to happen when she hears that Rabbit took out her, her dad. She's
1: not being very helpful.
0: Well, I think she will be now. I think she has more motivation because her dad is All gone. All
1: she did was tell him a code.
0: Well, okay. And, and And remember, the last time she saw her father, she walked away from him. So she's exactly. going to feel some... She's going to feel some regret now that she she find, when she finds out. Own
1: father she her off. She did. Was like, shut that's, up, old man. Well, I don't want to talk to you. That's not quite what she said. And walked off.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I understand. That, but I, she's going to have some regrets because now he's gone. Tails is gone. All right. I think we covered the two episodes uh, pretty well. I think I've done Have we missed anything? It. Yes, okay. All right. So we'll be back next week to cover five. Will we? Yes. And then the week after that, we'll cover six. Keith and I will both be here. Trust me. Okay.
1: We'll see about
0: that. I don't want to speak for you, but anyway, so Alex says uh, <laughs> Wired needs to have a retired Secret Service agent or other retired intelligence officer react to that scene. They often have experts react to TV movies. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. They do. Yeah, Like okay. how
1: they'll have um, some actors react to some of their favorite scenes from movies.
0: Thank you, Eric, for joining us. You didn't see episode four. You just wanted to say hello. We really appreciate that. We hope we didn't spoil it too much for you, but you can always come back after you've seen it, okay? All right, so listen, uh, we got some announcements. We've got a lot of announcements coming up, so let's yeah. let everybody so know what, thank you what to we are got our, going.
1: Thank you to our two patrons, John and BroAxio. Yep. We really appreciate it. So we have two tiers on our Patreon page. Check that out. Yep. At
0: two will turn it to 200, and then yeah. 2,000. So
1: Dollars, not tiers. Well, I was uh, talking
0: about the number of patrons. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's at patreon.com slash the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are on our race to one thousand. We're about forty subs away. Thirty-seven as of right now. How about that? So please subscribe. is coming August 23rd. So, sometime soon, we'll talk about what Ahsoka's been up to yeah. and the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian between that time. Separate trailer reaction will be coming soon. Yes,
0: a trailer dropped yesterday. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna we have a new a trailer,
1: not a teaser, a real one.
0: Yes, so we're, we're gonna... also
1: going to talk about Thrawn, yeah. his rise to power, and his final moments in Rebels. We will also cover other characters and their roles in the new series, articles, interviews, you name it. We're going to be there. Pen and pencil and a piece of paper, and we're going to be taking notes.
0: We're going to cover and it we're all. We're going
1: to tell y'all.
0: Yes. All right.
1: We have new episodes coming soon. We're going to do another story time with Maceo and a new Lego build, and it's all going to be centered around Young Jedi Adventures. We just got some new items yeah. that we're going to do. We also have a plushie. It's so cute. It's a ride Star. I love it.
0: Yeah, we'll have to show it next time. Yeah.
1: And so it's in our room. So listen to The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks. The first two episodes are now available wherever you get your podcasts. The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks is hosted by Dylan Marin, and it revisits one of the most divisive characters on the big screen. The six-episode series will discuss toxicity in the fandom, race, and what we have learned from this controversy more than 20 years later. And if you're in the Boston or Chicago area, it's Woo! confirmed. Yes, we are going to be on the podcast stage at Fan Expo in Boston August 4th through 6th and Chicago August 10th through the 13th. And check out our article at StarWars.com. That's a lot. All right. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, yes. socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fathers and Galaxy. Website: Fathers Email us at ker at Fathers and Galaxy. Check out our merch store: Fathers and Galaxy You know buy some t-shirts there you go mine i love these we've had this for uh what six months now yeah looking good
0: yeah they're very good all right so high quality yeah uh so we're gonna check to see if we have any more comments or questions but alex all right alex says excited to see your thoughts about ahsoka and what she's been up to we will definitely talk about that yeah she's been pretty busy yeah
1: Likely
0: lots of episodes coming up. Yes. Thanks. Yeah, we have a lot going on, Alex. So, you know, we appreciate it always to have you here with us and discuss. So we got a lot going on. You know, this is a, this is a big summer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Star Wars and Marvel. All right. So that is it. So thank you, everyone. Thank you again. This was our spoiler review of episode three and four of Secret Invasion. Uh so till until next time, take care. And And we will see see you again.
1: again.